What's happening? Get ready up, for us. We're going live. Fellas, it's a chance of the three part life. What's going on? Bruno Diaz from Jersey. He is the sound guru, Captain Literal, mouth like a sailor, the stickler, funny one-liners, the beard. He is a Gemini and he drinks Jack Daniels. Jason Campbell from Philly. He's Mr. Fashion, the triple threat, the straight shooter, loved by all. Mr. Full Out with Philly, dance and dance. Jason's an Aries and he drinks whiskey. Darren Lorenzo from Atlanta. He is the smooth talker, soul brother, the creator, the straight shooter, the night charmer, the muscle. He is a Sagittarius and he drinks cognac and much more. Uh, you pouring yourself there. It looks kind of brown to be wine. It's not wine. I always drink. Um, oh, I wine. love Basil Hayden. It's good. It's really good. Yes. Um, Basil Hayden? Hayden? Yeah. Basil yeah, no. Hayden or Hayden? Hayden. Hayden? No. Oh, what is it? A whiskey. Yeah, man. It's really good. It's really good. Of all the small match bourbon coming out of Jim Beam these days, I think Basil Hayden um, is the most critically reviewed online. Uh, I did find a few people that really enjoy it. So what's in the bottle? Well, Basil Hayden, uh, it, it looks nice, although it's easy for the paper to get torn or, or wrinkled, I've noticed. But I like the wood band and the BH Basil Hayden across the front. Um, so nice packaging. The history behind this is uh, Basil Hayden uh, was a leader. Uh, one review I, I read mentioned he was a Catholic leader um, and had got a group of people that came down, led them to Kentucky and then started distilling among other things. And one of the things that history seems to accredit or give credit to Basil Hayden about is to have a higher rye mash bill. Other um, bourbons I've looked at in this line have maybe 10 to 13 percent rye. It's supposed to have quite a bit more, maybe 20 percent, um, which can give a lot of spice and a lot of kick. Well, we'll see. This is only 40 percent, so that's a little interesting um, since most, well, all the bourbons that I've looked at in this line are higher than that. It's smooth. Yeah, yeah, it's super smooth. I mean, I I, so I drink it shots as well, but I'm drinking. It's like $15 a glass at the bar. Look at this. Yeah. Look, everybody just fucking spending. Look at you guys. It's like you got paid or something this week. <laughs> I just got off that install, so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, Loving life. Right. <laughs> yeah. the hair back. Where are you at now? <clears throat> back in Lancaster. I just flew back on Sunday night. It was a shit You're back show. where? Um... I was in, where was I? It was a 14-day cruise. Oh, where are you at now? Oh, Lancaster, PA. Oh, uh, what street? Um, I'm in Millersville, so it's outside. Of, have you played on that? Did you work at the Fulton before? I'm here now. Are you fucking kidding me? So you want to drink this week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, at look at Darren just going to be like hanging. 
out outside of those spots. She's like, oh, no, no, I'm not creeping. No, no, I'm just <laughs> no. Oh, what are you doing here? I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm off for two months right now. So I'm just kind of yeah. going to do nothing. I'm just going to hang out, have fun, chill. I'm going to see my best friend in Maryland. And I might take a trip to Chicago to see um, my sister for the new year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I didn't realize how close Maryland was until uh, a couple weeks ago. It's really close. I'm bad with geography. Is Maryland a little bit north, like of New York, like eastish north? Of New York? Yeah. And New York south and Jersey. Of New York. South of Jersey then, right? Maryland? It's south, south of Jersey. Of, it's south oh, of Jersey. Okay. It's like if you think New York, New York's here. Hold on. Yeah. And then I think Baltimore is like So it's inland. South now, and like west a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not too far. I mean, Baltimore to New York is super easy to get to. Is it by the coast as well? Because I could have almost sworn, all right, first time. Baltimore is. Uh, Baltimore, right? Yeah. Because um, I remember, I think I've, I've stopped there on a ship. Yeah, they have a port there. Yeah, yeah, right? You know, there's always a party at the port of Baltimore. Cruise ships going to exotic locations originate right here. And they're an important part of the many diverse uses of the deep water port of Baltimore. But oh, what, uh, to, to bring it back to what you were saying earlier uh, about your friend getting, um, uh, you scheduled her for uh, boudoir, boudoir? Boudoir photo shoot. Boudoir photo shoot. That's actually like, I, I bought like this camera equipment and all these things, right? To start recording shows and to get into like the filming and photography aspect of things uh, to get some kind of like, you know, records and archives of my shit. Um, but then I wanted to take also like of my girlfriend taking, you know, like performing. So I wanted to take from distance. So I wanted to, I started to get lenses and all stuff. So I got to get, I started to get more and more into it. And I was like, you know, Googling on, on the YouTubes and all. I was like, well, what kind of like to learn about lenses and things and that. And then, you, you know, a lot of other shit come up. And Boudoir was actually one that has interested me a lot. Not for like, you know, perverted shit. Because it's got nothing to do with that. I mean, we work in entertainment business. We see, you we know, see we can, all. we can see, it's not always on stage, but we can see it. And, and I have seen it. And it's like, they're wearing a costume anyway. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what, that's how I see it. And I'm yeah. not just saying that for, you know, for, for the thumbs ups or nothing. I'm actually saying that for real, because that's actually how I think. Mm-hmm. I, I, when, you know, I've seen like friends that have been on ships and then I see them in like Vegas shows, you know, that, uh, you know, topless Vegas shows like back in the day. And I think they're a little bit more embarrassed about it than than I guess I, w- I would be or they thought I would be. Yeah. I'm like, I, it's not things that, that you even notice anymore. It's like a part of a costume, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. If it's done right. I mean, I mean, it's not a strip club. Yeah, I think a lot of times people are intimidated by boudoir shoots. Um, but it doesn't have to be crazy and like, you know, you don't have to be naked if you don't want to. It can be like very classic and simple. Um, and so we're going to show you a couple outfits, a couple ways you can do some poses that aren't over the top and feel very, um, they feel more bridal and less kind of like. Uh, way out there. I don't actually know what's going on with the exchange. My friend Jen Foster, who's lived here forever, um, she knows a lot of people here. Uh, she's a photographer and um, she shoots a lot at the exchange and she shoots like, um, what is it called when you shoot food? Oh, that is uh, culinary. It's, it's, there's a thing, I forget what it's called. Is but she does that 
for all the restaurants around here. And um, she did some really good stuff for um, the exchange. And so she, and it's it's holiday party season right now. Everybody's trying to book shit. So she was like, I don't know if I'm going to get it. But then she got a table or she got like an area or something for 12 to 15 people. But I think the only reason that she got it is because, you know, they love her. And she's going to actually take pictures of stuff. So like us partying, mm-hmm. us having fun, and then they can probably use it for their oh. website, all that stuff. So, so. You, so it's going to be a group of you guys then? Yeah, there's going to be a, a nice oh, okay. group of people. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be her parents, her brother, um, his wife, and then some like people from her, like her, you know, growing up. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I'm, we're going to have a good time. I'm ready to, to get wasted. I mean, you know what's funny? Drop this past install was, um, we, it was great. We talked about it, but I didn't drink the whole time. You know, I was literally, you know how it is. Like, you know, you, some when you guys are there, like you guys have your know your moments and you're able to have a little more free time. I'm like working for 10 hours a day. So I didn't get a chance to like drink at all. And I want to be clear headed for the, the cast and make sure that I, I'm doing my job properly. Yeah, because I've definitely seen other people not be. <laughs> you're like, are you? No. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean. Okay. Well, okay, okay. Popping the champagne. Oh, no, we're, uh, not the champagne. What the fuck did I say? Wine. Popping the wine bottles over there. Yeah. You guys are fucking <laughs> Fancy tonight, man. Look you know, at man. Keeping it classy. What are you? What are you drinking? It's a uh, called Le Du Arbi. <laughs> I don't know. Le Du What the shit? But uh, it's a uh, barrel and bourbon. Mm. Oh, oh, it's a red wine. Is it a local? I don't know. I got it from um, Fine Wines and Spirits place. Okay. Uh, over by um, like, with what was corky it? Fucking, yeah, corky whiskey you know, like, bottles. You know where the Target and all that stuff is at? Yeah, of course. I got an interesting one for you tonight. You know, this is a bottle of wine. This is unusual for Whiskey Raiders, but I promise that there is a point. This right now embodies something that's happening a lot in the winemaking industry. It is 100% to blame uh, on the whiskey industry. Right now, uh, there's essentially a surplus of whiskey barrels. Whiskey barrels are everywhere. You've seen barrel-aged coffee, barrel-aged caramel, barrel-aged tobacco, barrel-aged everything in between, soy sauces, uh, even honey, and now we have a barrel-aged wine, bourbon barrel-aged Cabernet Sauvignon. It's 14.5% ABV. They don't tell us, uh, you know, specifically uh, what kind of bourbon barrel. They don't tell us how long it's rested in the bourbon barrel. It has some really pretty, actually, pretty nice color here. I want to say this is a sub $25 bottle of wine. 14.5% is pretty strong. That's going to be a pretty full-bodied red. Cabernet is already a full-bodied wine. Uh, that style of grape is big and bold. There's reason people eat it with big uh, meats like steak and roasts and all that good stuff. You said corky wine. <laughs> We're both drinking whiskey, but they're like from like a cork bottle. What yeah. the shit? Look at you. Yeah, man. I'm here with my classic or reliable Mr. John Daniel himself. <laughs> You are true and true, Jack Daniels. What I mean, you definitely they should sponsor you. They should. Hey, Jack Daniels, check it out. I do take you everywhere around the world. International. Boom, boom, boom. International. Yeah. The earliest of American whiskeys tended to be made from rye in the Northeast, owing to the fact that the first settlers were of Scotch, Irish, and German descent, where rye whiskey was popular. From there, we see a shift to corn-based whiskey in the late 1700s as settlers moved south into Virginia, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Tennessee whiskey is a close cousin of bourbon. They mirror each other as to ingredients, being made mostly of corn as well as aging in new charred oak and proof installation and bottling. 
The difference, however, is that Tennessee whiskey must be made in Tennessee and be filtered through sugar maple charcoal before it is put into the barrel for aging. The Lincoln County process. Some claim this produces a smoother, smokier, but less complex whiskey taste as some of the flavoring compounds are filtered out. This makes Tennessee whiskey especially smooth and easy to enjoy. I like that sweater, Jason. Oh, the sweater? Oh, Jason's always rocking that the sweater. The sweater, I love it. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Last time he was doing something like that too, right? He was, he was rocking... Well, he had the, uh, the shirt that's like a... What was it? Like a one-piece tank top thing? Like it was a... Um, it was like a green and yellow, right? Don't give me that. A, it was a sweater, right? It's like a sweater. A cut-off sweater? Wait, it was something on. like... This was a piece. It was oh. separate from this and this. God, I don't remember. But like, yes, maybe yeah. you cut it like that. No, I, I think I bought it like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did I? Did we do this in Tampa when I was the last? This was in. Um... Yes, you were in Tampa because okay. I was in Tampa too. What was this? This was like September or something. When was that? Octoberish. Yeah, September, October. Whenever that's when I was in Philly, right? Yes, I was in Philly. Yeah. Yeah, because we yeah we we talked about Philly as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we did it in Tampa. Now I remember. Yeah, I don't like being, and I don't like hangovers on on flights. No. That is the fucking worst, man. The worst. Yep. It's, and so, and I, I'm not. I, so I was getting to what we were talking when I we were talking about what we were talking about. <laughs> so I woke up in the morning. Of course, they're knocking on your door, um, and I was like, "I'll be done soon." I like just got out of the shower. Anyway, so you know how you're like, I'm a little, I'm still a little tipsy, mind you. I didn't drink the whole time I was there, so I had I think four glasses of wine, which probably would be a bottle, I guess. Yeah. And I woke up and I was like still a little hungover, and I was like, "Oh, I feel great. Oh, it feels amazing." I'm like going to be all of a sudden eleven o'clock hits, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh." My head's pounding. Oh, like, no. how do I get out of it? I took, I got, went to, got to the airport. I took that, um, I took Advil or Bear or whatever it was, like extra strength. Didn't do anything for the next two hours. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I like took a nap, like in the workstation area, mm-hmm. 35, 45 minutes. And then I start, then it was fine. Then you know my ass. What do you think I, what do you think I did? Drink again? Start drinking. Hair of the dog. That, that's Hair the best the thing to do, actually. Because that's all you, that's what the hangover is. Your body's fiending for that. That alcohol that feeling again, yeah, yeah. So I, I start drinking again. I had two drinks at the Tampa airport, and then when I got to Atlanta, I had three Jack and Cokes. Yeah, you wow. but I nursed it because I was there for three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got on my flight, and then they all we they got we got drinks, and so I got another Jack and Coke. Yeah, and the worst thing is trying to get on a flight wasted, and they turn you around and say, "No, you can't fly." No, I'm smart yeah. about that. I make sure. But that as bad I'm- as you feel, you got to eat something. Yeah, the grease, the greasier, the better. Yeah, yeah, I had, um, and if you can eat bread, that that also that's also good to soak it up. But like every time I go to, when I'm at Atlanta International, which is a lot, I always go to Popeyes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. always. That's a good always, one. That's yeah. a good one there too. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's it's all it's just better there. It's just so good. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. If you love that chicken from Popeyes, you certainly aren't alone. The fried chicken from this Louisiana-born fast food staple really is spectacular. But what has helped the chain develop a royal reputation for its consistent fried poultry perfection? Popeye's bone and chicken is always fresh, never frozen. But the chicken tenders are cooked from a frozen state. The bone and chicken arrives at each restaurant fresh, then the staff brines, batters, and fries the bird in-house. It's extra work, maybe, but you can't taste the difference. Even though Popeye's fried chicken is produced on a massive scale since it's such a popular chain restaurant with over 3,000 locations worldwide, it has to operate with an independent 
at Restaurant Spirit, since it's frying fresh poultry by the batch from raw ingredients. That spirit is just one of the things that makes their chicken so delicious. And so, yeah, so then I got home and I poured myself another two drinks and I just was like on like chats with my friends and um, some chat rooms and stuff. So it was great. Did you fly back into Harrisburg? I always fly into Harrisburg. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great. I call it a boutique airport. It's so easy. It's it's so chill. And it's an international airport, which is funny, but it's a small airport and it's like security's nothing <laughs> it's just like security's nothing and i mean it's, it's perfect i and like um i have status with um delta now so i don't have to wait in that the, the big line you know oh. so I just go right to sky priority everywhere i am i always get sky priority right away um my bags are all free uh so it's it's perfect so i like it's a boutique airport for me so i just like run to the sky thing they check me in um and then like you know they, they like lift airport. you to your gate literally do they still reimburse you guys for your uh, bags uh, uh, it's usually paid for already okay yeah the, yeah every ticket that we get is at least is two check bags in included cool yeah. cool smart yeah, yeah i'm not going to make my um my i'm almost at gold um medallion status with delta but i'm not going to make it and i'm so bummed you'll get there i i was silver i think at the beginning of the year yeah and the next thing i knew i was like wait this just says gold is that my gold already oh okay cool and then the last flight that i just took back i was like wait this says platinum <laughs> i'm jealous wow i'm with i'm with united because i because newark is a, is a united. yeah newark is united atlanta is is uh delta what's tampa is it jet blue tampa's uh delta as well i think delta as well because robbie and a bunch of people fly delta a lot because they fly out of tampa uh, american is another one that i have um yeah miles with they're like the, the second most miles that i have so are you getting upgraded non-stop almost a, a lot of the flights that that um if i want flights even like my personal ones that i take if i want like a, an earlier flight i get put on standby obviously but i get first name on the list always so i always get that standby i always get the standby earlier flight thing yeah that's amazing yeah stefano is um platinum he's almost getting to diamond he's like super close to that really? well, yeah i mean well think of it it's fucking what how many thousand miles every time just to cross over right but also european like if you have like let's say you have delta you know how for us we have um you have to make the miles and you also have to make the the money so whatever the money is percentage or the 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 segments or whatever mm -hmm. for europeans they just have to do the miles mm. so they don't have to pay all this money so if they make a certain thing it just keeps going up and up and up so they're they're fine so he's at platinum so now when he's flying back and forth to italy clearly yeah, yeah. in all those miles plus he's at platinum and he's getting like i think it's like nine miles to the mile or something like wow wow Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. So he just flies first class now. He gets Delta One all the time, and <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh -huh. Th those are nice cushy flights. Then if he's doing that first class from Italy, oh gosh, it's amazing. Yeah. Being able to like lay in a bed on a flight, it's amazing. One thing with with the status is great is that obviously you know they pay for the luggage, but I I don't know if it's included with it or because of my status. Instead of 50, 50 pounds, it's actually seventy pounds per bag that I get for international. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. So, so but, like, oh, okay, but I, I I always keep it at like fifty. And yeah. one time it was like fifty five, and I was like, oh shit, I gotta take some stuff. I was like, no, 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 you you should next time when they ask you, just put yes, it's more than fifty. Oh, I didn't know. It's like, yeah, no, you're allowed seventy. I'm like, what the what? Like, yeah, wow. And then she just put a, a heavy tag on it. That was it. Yeah, my bag when I was flying back home, my one was thirty pounds. It's my small carry-on one that I um, I always check. But my other one was fifty-four, and I was like, shit, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get me. And he just put a heavy thing on. But I I 
I think he was just being nice um, and letting me um, go. Show him a little ankle. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, bends, it bends like an ankle. Wait, no, wait, it, it doesn't wait bend. A like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, so he let me go through, but yeah, it's just easy now. Sky priority is amazing. You know, I get my two free bags checked, and if I can, I just want to keep like getting those miles because I'm I'm like obsessed with it now. And now, is anybody on that? What's that thing called? Clear? No. Go through uh, security. I don't have clear, but I have um, global entry, which includes TSA pre-check. Is it hmm. better? Like, I don't get it. Like, is it fast? Well, for me, yes. It, it's a couple. It's less than a hundred bucks more, and it's you know for five years or whatever it is. It, it's less than two hundred bucks total. It includes TSA pre-check, and because I do fly a lot of international, well, we do, right? But me also for, for personal uh, trips as well, it was a no-brainer. As soon as I got TSA pre-check the first time, I was like, "Fuck!" I found out about global entry later. I'm like, "Shit!" All right. Well, next time you have to wait. As soon as my thing was ready to renew, global entry all the way. The what, was the, uh, what was the process like? The very background first check, time right? you go, you go to a background check. You go to a, a place. You can you can apply a certain you know pre-check area usually at an airport. Or I did it in in a location in Newark, which is where Newark Airport takes you to. Mm -hmm. They have a place in the airport, but if you want another place. You can go there too. You get fingerprinted. You know they ask you a lot of a uh, bunch of personal questions. I think they because of you, from your social security they check your criminal records, things like that. You come out all clear, then you're good to go. You know, like you know. So all that mafia stuff I did, threat. I probably shouldn't do it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you working for Frank Lucas is shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but I mean it's it's awesome. Um, when you go to Global Entry, there's maybe one or two people there in front of you sometimes okay. at every you know when you do when you go in and you just go you look at the fucking camera sometimes they give you a printed out receipt that you give to the dude other other times they're like good to go and you just walk out okay and because of the status security. as well for luggage huh oh yeah yeah no yeah this is i'm talking about like when you go in through like passport control oh see, but that's when it's good because other that's when it's good yeah, this other bullshit when you're doing other stuff. I mean, I sometimes I see the global entry, not global entry. When I see the pre-check. Yeah. Or if I see my line, sometimes it's the same. I'm like, what the only thing that they have to do is take all their shit out of their bags and take their their shoes off, you know? Yeah, I mean, sometimes like if the TSA pre-check line is not open, then they'll give you like this big ass fucking, you know, cardboard box thing that says pre-check, whatever the fuck. So you mm -hmm. can keep your shoes on. You don't have to take your laptop off. Uh, I mean, out of the bag. And then, but you still have to go through the line. But a lot of that doesn't happen very often. So you do go still a line, but because so many people do have it now, there is sometimes a line. It's usually nine out of 10 times not as big as the regular line. But again, it's those things where, yes, you do have to take your jacket off, but you don't have to take your laptop out. You don't have to take your shoes off, you know, whatever the fuck. And the lines are, for the most part, usually smaller. I feel yeah. that it's really worth it probably in Newark because. Oh, yeah. Over the last couple of years, Newark's airport has become very busy. Yeah. Like, you'll be standing there forever. And it's like, what the hell's going on? Am I going to make this flight? And I don't know if it's just Newark or if it's United or what the fuck. But because also another thing with priority there at another, like, there's level one for arrival, level two for check-in, departing, level three for priority, floor-wise. So mm -hmm. I go there, but even when you check in early online, they actually have like door number three where you go and it's just a bag drop off place. You go, you got your, um, you show your, you scan your, mm -hmm. your uh, uh, boarding pass and they're already just, they print out your, your luggage tags if you have anything to check. And you just drop it off and you go, you're done. 
Wow. I'm in and out of airports in like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. Awesome. I think we're looking to. Yeah. Not, but is, is clear different from the global? Yes. Okay. I mean, I think clear still does a background check, but clear yeah, is also accessible in like stadiums, baseball games, you know, activities like oh, that. Oh, so that's more, okay. It's more than just flights. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of cool. So if you get clear, I like yeah. that. Yeah. God, that makes sense. Because clear is always offered to me when I at Newark and it's always offered to me in Atlanta. And yeah. how much does that cost? I don't know. Uh, you, you can always you can always use the Googles. But they always catch me at the wrong time. Like when I'm like trying yeah. to get, and they're like, "You have time?" Like I really don't. <laughs> you yeah. fly Delta a lot. I fly Delta a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's like the tiers that you have. Like let's say it'll it'll be two hundred dollars for just regular whatever, and then okay. you silver. Then it's one hundred and fifty. Then you go to gold. Then it's oh okay. Go to like platinum, mm. and it's only fifty dollars for the year. So they give you all these things, but you should check into it. I mean, if it's something that you're interested in. Yes, yeah, I've always been curious is, about it. I just never allowed myself enough time because I don't think about it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your statuses does give you credit toward those things. Yeah. The other yeah. thing I was going to check into is like maybe getting like um, an airline credit card. Yeah. I uh, did that once with uh, Amex was with Delta and it worked mm-hmm. out really well. Yeah, yeah I actually had an American Express with Delta as well, actually, a long time ago. I was going to check out something with uh, United, but one that I, do, I obviously you never want to pay uh, an annual fee. But this one that I want, yeah, you do pay for an annual fee, but it includes a uh, membership uh, to the to their club, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. So getting into like all the, um, I do the yeah, you should. Um, and I plus just... like 80,000 bonus miles after you spend whatever amount yeah. within the first three or whatever four months well there's a certain thing and like if, if you use that for travel you put that on on the accounts that we're going to use anyway it's easily going to yeah, be there. why not and i know a lot of people that will use their um amex for um paying their rent and mm-hmm. car bills off and paying all the oh, stuff wow. and it keeps it, it keeps getting bigger and bigger so when they want to do um a free flight to to europe over to italy they get it um for with their miles they can pay like thirty dollars plus six dollars tax and then they get a first class ticket for all the stuff and then they keep using it and the more they use it they just the miles keep going and then you're you're paying it off first of all and you're getting all these benefits from yeah. it yeah These are the men of